right, my talkers. We are hanging out with Lori and Brittany, and this is Taylor Swift, and it's a little time for some happy hour, right, guys? Well, good thing we're in time for happy hour. All right, so we got a great uh, happy hour for you. So, you know, a lot of people don't drink alcohol. A lot of people in the month of January do dry January. We were so excited when we found out about abstinence, which is premium distilled non-alcoholic spirits that... You know, zero sugar, zero alcohol, vegan friendly, you know, amazing, you know, blood red oranges. I mean, it's amazing uh, drinks that you can make and perfect serve. So it's it. And what's cool is like it's like you said, I don't know how many times I've been handed the apple cider drink that Mm -hmm, like feels mm -hmm. like full of sugar and you're like no I'm, I'm not a child this feels adult with like still so being much flavor fun. yeah a lot so of fun much flavor and you can mix it with alcohol if you want a light cocktail yeah. but nothing is added it's a hundred percent pure and it's called abstinence and so there you can find them at kowalski's and other places but it really makes a good cocktail Alrighty, that's my cocktail hour talk for today. So Kelly Clarkson is covering People Magazine and she's giving the interview where she's talking about everything. Oh my Everything, God. Brandon Blackstock, moving the show to New York, you know, however many years now that she's been on The Voice. Um, but she really looks so cute on the cover. Does she? I want to check very, it out. Very, very cute. I, um... We didn't post her cover today. We did, Grant did this for you, the Vanderpump Villa, season yes. one. Yeah, I saw the trailer. Is yes. this a new show? Yeah, this is um, this is that spinoff of um, them, and it looks it looks good. I think it should I'm be fun. I'm not watching it, I don't think. I, I just can't see it happening, Grant. It will depict the work life of Vanderpump hand selected staff. It's kind of like um like training? Under, no no the you know under below deck. Oh so yes. like below deck but within the Vanderpump household. Yes. You're going to see oh, the Oh it's in the house. It's in yeah. the house. Oh it's yeah. in, it's Lisa's house. It's Lisa's and house. And Todd and her dad. I would say the only thing Oh I'm watching this. I was going to say I know you're watching yes, it. I was even watching this. this. I thought good. it was about the behind the scenes more of the no. restaurant. I'm like no. no. But I do love what I like about this is the one problem I have with Real Housewives, and keep in mind, I'll don't worry, I'll always watch it. Yeah. Well, sorry, Justin, I'll always watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, is I'm kind of over the glam, the spending all this money and time on glam. Mm-hmm. I kind of miss the day and age where they would do their own makeup and pick their own clothes. And when we see our flashbacks and stuff, it is kind of fun it's to just see so like, good. oh, like, that's what they... real. That's what they look like. Yeah, that's what they actually look like. And so that's why I kind of like it when they fought, when they do a reality show that's money adjacent yeah because then you see real life people and real hairdos they did yeah, yeah and i yeah. kind of love that yeah all right that's good so so he posted that for you yeah i'm fun, glad yeah. i talked about it yeah it looks pretty fun yeah when does this start it's going to be coming spring of 2024 they okay. don't have any oh actually it will yes premiere spring, spring of 2024 of they don't okay. have an, an exact date yet so so, you know, Kelly Clarkson, she just won a Daytime Emmy Best Talk Show host, mm-hmm. Best Syndicated Talk Show. I mean, I think she's won like three years in a row. And she she's on fire, yeah. you know, she, since she started that show. And I love it in New York City. It's like her whole crew came with her. And, of course, you know, she just you know keeps looking better and better and happier and happier with her husband. So... Here are some of the takeaways from the interview. 
So she, of course, the number one story everywhere, even though the whole interview is rather in-depth, is about her weight loss. Yeah. She does not admit to taking Ozempic. I think if Kelly took Ozempic, she would tell us. That's just my gut thing. She, But that's the number one. If you Google it, all the stories are weight loss related. That bums me out. That that is always... That could be a one sentence. It's not... It doesn't need to be discussed in whatever. And I know that people are intrigued when people lose weight, but I don't think there has to be much time and energy put into it. Yeah. So to me, the more... The other things um, that she talked about that were far more interesting was that she talked about um, uh, working through depression and how extraordinarily hard it was being divorced, getting divorced, coming to grips with that, how to take her power back, how did she how did she end up with a man who she, was so not who she thought he was? Oh. And of course, this is one of the things that you do have to come to terms with when you break up and you've got children together i mean you're just like it really you're low yeah i'm sure okay you're low and he robbed her yeah i mean you know he he wasn't just a you know regular old man dog to her but he you know ripped her off in business wise and he ripped her so she i thought that and she talks about going into therapy taking an antidepressant to me, like that is like the bigger takeaway that people maybe could talk about. Like, let's talk about if your mind is cloudy. Yeah. Maybe let's talk about getting it sunny again. With that, sometimes you really need a, a help in that way because you've just sunk so low. And yeah. she really goes there in this interview. You know, I guess. Like, this sounds really bad, but there's people in my life, and I the, the, I don't want to use them as an example, so I will just use um, uh, Lisa from Real Housewives of Miami. She's going through a divorce, and uh, somebody mentioned at some point you have to walk away because you can fight this battle for years. And Kelly Clarkson, I'm sure, could be angry at this person that she has to live with for many years now. And working with a therapist through letting some of that stuff go, we all have stuff that we love to obsess over. I can't imagine what it's like to have lived with somebody who then you find out did all this stuff and you're angry, but then still have to raise kids with. Yes. And yeah. and you want to be still be angry, but you know for your health, that does nothing. It doesn't work. And she also talks about how, and this is why, you know, a, a therapist, a friend, a mom, a sister, a brother, some of them might tell you, journal, journal, journal. She talks about writing that album, Chemistry, which... That is such a good album, and I don't think it's gotten nearly the radio airplay because there's some really great... But she talks about in this people how therapeutic it was because she reads his Filth the Riot Act in several songs. Yeah. So with the help, and she decided to... And she admits, you know, she was a comfort eater, Mm -hmm. and she just decided to start listening to her doctor and... When she moved to New York, you know, you do walk everywhere. Yeah. You walk, walk, walk in a way that you do not in Beverly Hills. 
You just don't. Yeah, you just get immediately in your you car. You get in a car place. to go somewhere to walk. Yeah. But there really isn't, you know, walking, so to say, unless you live, you know, right off of uh, Santa Monica, right off of that part of Beverly Hills. But there's just no walking. And so, and then she's like, and they told me, you know, I love carbs. And my doctor's like, I want you to have more protein and have less carbs. And so she's done it. In a slower way, but I do feel like she'd admit Ozempic if she was. Yeah. I, you know, he, I see your point. A part of me, though, always goes back to like she has tried so many times and it just happened to magically work when we're all secretly on Ozempic. So, well, maybe, but but remember that we haven't seen Kelly too because of the writer's strike. strike. Yeah. And then she moved over and, you know, six months. I, I mean, to me, the things that she's saying and being so vulnerable to, I don't know to what end yeah. she wouldn't admit the Ozempic thing. I, she admitted that her husband, Brandon, told her she wasn't sexy enough to be on The Voice when he was her manager. Uh, he didn't want her to have that job. He managed her and Blake Shelton. He said, well, you know, you're not sexy the way Rihanna is. Uh, so, I mean, if she's admitting that, I just feel like... Even Oprah admitted she was on Ozempic, but yeah. um, he told her that NBC wanted somebody sexy, messes and she with wasn't. You. That's that. your husband. That's her husband. That messes with you. So yeah, and she said, "Is she's glad this is uh, December was her last month. She had to pay him spousal support." <laughs> yeah, I hope I hope she's able to let go and and raise those kids with him because that's that's a long road to just be angry. It's it's. Yeah, and I think she's, place. you know, and now, yeah. now, you know, the kids are probably fine. And uh, as far as um, I, the thing I always wondered about, and didn't say, it didn't go there in this interview, you know, he had two kids mm-hmm. from a previous marriage and they were like teenagers when they got married. And so I always wondered what that dynamic is like. Yeah, you know, like what happened there and how sad they, you know, cause they all lived together, all yeah. of them when, well, at least when Brandon happened. So I always wondered about that, but I'm sure they're on, you know, their dad's side. Yeah. I wonder if they, <laughs> if they see Kelly or talk to her. I, I wonder that's, yeah. that's a hard one. She didn't, I didn't, I didn't catch that, but she, she did uh, really, you know, was very, very vocal about, you know, the depression and just how, she felt, she said, you know, I don't hold grudges, but I really felt like going to therapy and all this other stuff, writing my album, it helped me get my power back. All of those things. Good. So I like that. I love when people admit, like, that it would be insane to not say you're in a dark place after having to make those giant changes and and deal with those insanely brutal things. So it's it's nice when people, like, give a glimpse at, like, <laughs> yes, he's I dark. Mean, yeah, revenge, uh, the whole happiness revenge thing oh, of her is so, so great. That it's, is, It's so true, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we both know that the best way to get revenge is just go be happy. Yeah, and she looks happy and sounds say, happy. And looks and sounds happy. happy. Yeah. You know, uh, she's... Who would have thought, man, when she did that show, we kind of all were like, can she do this? Mm-hmm. And then she just has been killing, killing it. it. Yeah. 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 All right. Listen, we come back. We've got uh, Grant with the Dirt Alert. Hey, 
everybody. It's Lori here for Hammernick's Flooring Solutions. It really and literally is the biggest flooring company in the upper Midwest. They've got so many styles and textures to choose from, whether you're looking for vinyl plank flooring, wood flooring, carpeting, area rugs, custom area rugs. Um, They've got complimentary design service. They can help you choose the best new flooring for your home. Have it installed. They um, also specialize in refinishing and repairing older floors. So if you've got an older home and you love the narrower wood or the dark wash of the wood, whatever it is, they can exactly restore them to make them look brand new and they've got four locations they're in hudson they're in rochester they're in new hope off of 169 bass lake road and of course the original location which is right off of ray street in st paul another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Graham, what's been happening while we've been just going here and there and everywhere? You guys have been having some fun today, but we're going to get to something serious here that uh, first started out with Paula Abdul putting out a lawsuit against uh, former American Idol producer, So You Think You Can Dance producer, producer, excuse me, Nigel Lithgow is his name. And uh, it's a sexual harassment lawsuit. And Paula Abdul is alleging and claiming in her suit that uh, Nigel shoved her against the wall, then grabbed her genitals and breasts and began shoving his tongue down her throat in a hotel elevator while they were traveling for American Idol during one of their show's initial seasons. Okay, so if I can, one of the things that I has to be disclaimed about this whole thing is so the states of New York and California yes. both passed one year only laws allowing victims and survivors of sexual assault, abuse, and harassment to sue their attackers in civil court, regardless of the statute of limitations or criminal prosecutions. And so that gave space to Cassie to sue Sean Combs. Mm-hmm. He settled quickly. Yep. And then for a Jane Doe to sue Jamie Foxx yes. for a 2015 assault. And now Paula Abdul is one of the most high-profile women mm-hmm. to use California's Sexual Abuse and Cover-Up Accountability Act to make this law. Because it's fine, she's finally been able to do to it. To bring these allegations yeah. And I know when I read it, I just I Im- immediately believed her. And then I really believed her when Nigel said... 
well, based on Paula's history of erratic (gasps) behavior, I I will be fighting this smear with everything I have. And I'm like, that's all you got? Well, she's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Which has been always what guy, you know, people have always said, oh, she's crazy. Oh, you're she, my crazy ex. Yeah. And I thought, I wonder who else is going to come out. And that's exactly the point here. So she also talked about a second incident with Nigel that happened while she was a judge on So You Think You Can Dance, where he Mm, forced himself on top of. Of her oh no at his home but now two other women have come out to say that he has done the same thing and and filed a complaint and these there with similar allegations uh, that Paula Abdul is saying now, according to the women, yeah, she, you're, they're, they're suing him. They're That's suing what him. They're doing. Yeah. yeah. So now, according to the women, they were contestants on the all-female reality competition show called All American Girl, oh, which was produced by Lithgow and it aired back in 2003. And they're suing him and his unnamed production company for sexual assault, battery, sexual harassment, gender violence, intentional infliction of emotional distress, and negligence because they would say that for just for one of the things he would do when they were walking around on set. He would walk around, smack their butts, mm-hmm. smack their private parts. And a lot of the, the staff, the production staff would see this and not stop it at all. But there's something else that even happened. And to, and in addition to this on set allegations, offset. So according to the women, Lithgow allegedly took an unusual interest in one of them at a rap party to celebrate the end of the filming and insisted that she come and ride in his car and go back to the studio where everyone else was going. Now, the other woman in this lawsuit, who have both decided to be anonymous and named Jane Doe's, mm-hmm. she said that she saw this and decided to go with that other woman to ensure that her colleague was not left alone and safe. Well, then he did not take him back to the studio. In fact, he took them back to his Los Angeles home where he made sexual advances on both of them. He put, uh, he said he lit at one point in time, they're alleging that Lithgow lifted his sweater over one of the women's heads and in, engulfed them in the sweater, attempting to kiss her and push his body close to his. Yeah, this is too much detail right now. We forgot to put out a triggering warning. Yeah, sorry. With, but, with, with this. But, but this is what they're, this is, you know, they have all these, this is all out there according to court documents. Of course, no, I'm, I'm not saying yeah. that, but the thing is, this is exactly why people like this don't get sued. He is a very prolific television producer and all the like you know Paula Abdul probably signed NDAs I mean yeah. they people were he's people are allowed to get away with this behavior so they never so you know this this having this opportunity Ugh. to be able to um sue this guy and Paula Abdul you know they because of course nobody wants to do it because he probably th- that I can make sure you never work again. Yeah. Like Weinstein. And yeah. yeah. All the, uh, yeah, I totally believe Paula Abdul on this Absolutely. one. Nigel, you're going to have to do better than Paula's history of erratic behavior because I bet this is the tip of the iceberg for yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but yeah. with these other two allegations and being as detailed as they are. Yes, I, of course. You're right. It's, right. it's, it's, uh, it's a scary situation, but I'm glad that you brought that point up to start this, that California and New York are allowing women and men to go back and make these uh, lawsuits. That's yes. smart. This that that whole and the deadline was of- December thirty first, and so Paula is, um, you know, she's the most high profile, I guess, in the California side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, we'll see where that that suit goes. There's going to be a lot more You're to come be with making them. a settlement. You think that's what's going to happen? Money? Yes. Yep. Okay. Well, it, it just sounds like he had predator modus operandi, and yeah. he was not afraid to. Uh, you know, use his hands and feel he could 
Paula is very brave. Yes, she this is. This is what I'm going to say. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. All three of them, absolutely. Well, uh, here's the person who's not very brave, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, what's yeah. that? Aaron Rodgers on Tuesday on the uh, Pat McAfee show called out Jimmy Kimmel, saying that he's probably, he said that there are a lot of people, including a Jimmy Kimmel, who are really hoping that this list that is tied to Jeffrey Epstein does not come out. Oh. And that was a completely erratic Stupid comment to make by Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, uh, Jimmy Kimmel came back out on Twitter, X, to say, hey, leave me out of this. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but he basically yeah. said, your reckless words put my family in danger. Keep it up, and we will debate the facts well, further in court. Well, I was never on that list. I've never seen. Okay, Aaron Rodgers is such a baby. I know. Because he is such a baby, because I want to say it was two years ago that Jimmy Kimmel... Funny, funny uh, whole takedown when we all found out that Aaron Rodgers lied about getting COVID vaccination. And he did a takedown of him on the Tonight Show like two years ago. I remember that. That's what Jimmy Kimmel is still feeling bad about. I mean, he's still mad at him. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is still mad at Jimmy Kimmel and this is his weaponizing it because that's wild to throw out his name. If you have no idea. And also... McAfee, did he apologize? He He said, oh, he didn't mean it, so the groveling's begun. Yeah, Yeah. Pat McAfee came out today to say, hey, he was just joking around and he was trying to talk bleep, but I can't say that word. And and even if he was trying to talk bleep, don't put that out on the airwaves. Wild. Wild. To name somebody when the list is coming out, you don't need to spend Speculate. That's all it is. Speculation. speculation. You only yeah. when you assume you make an yeah. yeah. It also mean, takes away it. from people that really do this, and right. that's like so offensive. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah. Wow. All right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm-hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. Well, today's vintage scandal is I decided to give somebody, I went forward. Mm-hmm. It's, it's happening now. It's a, it's a scandal that's been happening. The scandal is, one might think it was over, but it's it's going to continue to give and it will one day for sure be looked on as a vintage scandal because of the um, ways that particularly I feel like this woman has blown up her life. And mm-hmm. who are we talking about? Amy Robach and TJ Holmes. I kind of really did think after their first podcast yeah. um, that, you know, they would move on to a show yeah. about something. And Instead, we've had five weeks of them talking 
about each other, turning off all their comments on their social medias, except for the official show Instagram. They do keep that on. Okay. Um, but they, they've all, you know, the first day they talked on their podcast, we found out two hours after it dropped the podcast, Amy and TJ, and they talked all about their love and how TJ even proclaimed, we lost the jobs we loved because we love each other, which is, you know, we were like, oh, it's revisionist history. Absolutely. Which is what you tell yourselves when you blow up your life and you get together with the person you had an affair with. I mean, you do tell yourself that story and you hope it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but they really did not lose their jobs because of who they love. They lost their job because Amy Robach told ABC she if TJ doesn't come back to ABC with her, neither does she. Oh, she made anywhere between ten and twelve million apparently <laughs> a year. Oh my! At oh. ABC because she had two jobs. Yeah, twenty anchor number three on GMA and twenty twenty. Twenty, yeah. TJ, maybe he made seven million yeah i don't know but still a lot of money and but she tied herself to him Mm -hmm. and then you know then two hours after that first podcast episode then their exes are dating and people are just off today like (laughs) it's so crazy to think about that it's my brain always for forces itself to forget that the ex date the the exes date each other and How? that they they've been dating for really? 6 months and so the the scandal between these two is just continues then the next week you know they they talked um and they 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 talked about how TJ said uh, you know, gossip is toxic and we're not going to gossip and we've got, you know, other things to talk about. Then then we learn last week we learned from TJ himself that he when he gets mad, he gets so mad, he gives you the silent treatment for two or three whole days and that Amy is quick, not very quick to say I'm sorry and that they're they're working together. Maybe with somebody, maybe not, but he's got a real problem. He likes to not talk. These two, I mean, they blew up a life for a five-day week week relationship. So he oh. says that. And this is all so red flaggy. Yeah. It's like we're seeing it in real time. And he, he also, you know, the you know, and it's amazing how it's not scandalous, I guess, to be delusional because everybody is delusional about different things. Of course. But she was delusional to insist that ABC overlook like she did that she was the fifth woman he mm. had an affair with in his tenure at ABC ABC said, no, Amy, we're not going to be able to overlook that. But those were all consensual affairs. Doesn't matter. We're a morning show. This is already bad enough. We're trying to figure out how we're going to spin this. People yeah. here know his wife. He was married during all. We want you. We don't want him. I. She goes off with him. I, and so, and, and now, remember from Mr. TJ, so we find out, okay, he's a real a-hole and does the silent treatment which is, to me, 
it's very abusive. It's yeah. emotionally abusive to do that kind For of stuff. For two to three days is an insane amount of time to give somebody a silent treatment. It's it's emotionally abusive. Yeah. In my opinion. And then yesterday's podcast. And remember, these two did not come out and ex- they didn't leave their people for each other. They were busted after Thanksgiving, leaving some cabin in Maine. Mm-hmm. And he's grabbing her butt. And then, you know, they, that was the whole fallout. And then yesterday, they um, do this thing on their podcast where they take questions from the fans. Fun. The fans. And I'm sure how many fans are there. Yeah. Um, but Amy trashes her career and she was asked what did you learn from this experience now this is five weeks of this yeah this would be like julia and i talking about one subject for five weeks i just blows my mind i mean it'd be so boring what i mean i think i would be over it what did she say what i learned i never want to go back to the grind of morning television I don't miss that job. I miss some of the people. So she trashes the career. Wow. Then he tosses the kids in there with the next question. Did you spend Christmas with each other? Well, she was with her kids and I was with my kid. Why? TJ said, well, we're evolving. Uh We're evolving. Remember, these two families socialized together as did their kids. Andrew Shue has two sons, you know, the dad. I mean, the whole thing is so messy. And so he said, we're evolving. (laughs) We're continuing to work on our relationship with our kids. And I just. Oh, my God. It's just so messy boots. Mm -hmm. I I'm with you. I would probably like if if let's say my friend was going through this. I'd want to go have one lunch and talk about it all. Ah. Uh-huh. Now, if we had to meet every week to talk, talk about, about her breakup <laughs> and, and relationship. Re- yeah, relationship every week at lunch, the same topic, Time. I would be done. I'd be done. I'd yeah. be two lunches. Oh. I would never get back. And Amy also then admitted to TJ, no, this is rich. This is rich because he admitted he was Kind of out the door. He's a big fat liar. This yeah. guy is cheating no. continually on his wife. But he said, you know, Amy really was, you know, separated from Andrew and I was almost separated. But anyway, he said, when Amy said, um, uh, in answer to again a fan's question, what did you learn about, about, um, yourself in this? And she said, I learned you don't really know someone until you divorce them. Dang. Dang. That's not even answering the question about That's not even fair either because it's not like you're divorcing. You guys both, you know, there was a huge catalyst and somebody, of course, I I think it'd be really hard to not (laughs) show a pretty messed up, ugly side when somebody is cheating with you that somebody you know it was just so many layers of mistrust you'd be angry yeah i thought these two weren't engaging in toxic gossip for five weeks wow all they've talked about is their relationship it's really and then tossing the kids in there and talking about that and in you know the whole the career i'm like wait what if somebody wanted to hire you amy now you've just let it be known and said it him uh I'm never going back to that. I mean, who are these two listening to each other? Is that it? That's got to be. Yeah, I feel I actually I just want to like 
get her away from him for like a week and be yes. like, you remember yeah. how you were fine without him? Yeah, good yeah. call. Good call. Yeah. Oh, and then he said Amy doesn't apologize fast enough for him. Sometimes she takes 24 hours to apologize to him. What? Yeah. He said that. This guy, I don't know. I didn't watch GMA. Yeah. I didn't watch Third Anchor, but I've listened to you talk about this situation a lot. He seems like a horrible person. Uh, yeah. Why would you even want to be with him? Yeah. Oh, I remember like third week when they were asked, what, what did you two fall for each other? Oh, yes. Are you going to get married? It's under consideration. We did not enter this relationship for fun. No. I mean, red flag, red flag. They are a vintage scandal waiting to happen. I mean, it was, we're getting it in real time. We're yeah. getting it in real time. And um, it is kind of unbelievable they, but you know i was talking to my mom about this mm-hmm. and you you do tell your i mean goop lived in gwyneth paltrow lived in another house yeah. from brad felchuk because she had a hot affair with him when she started on glee mm-hmm. he was married his kids were like oh i want to say 12 and 14 Whoa. and they never accepted her and Gwyneth lived in a separate house and it took a year for them to merge. Because one time in an interview, she tried to humble brag that all of her friends were envious that she'd come up of not just separate bedrooms, but separate houses. And she was trying to brag about it, but it was because the kids were like, "Uh uh-uh, we're not staying with that lady that broke up mommy and daddy. The kids are the most tricky thing about that. And Amy's daughters are... A little bit older, but I think his daughter is like 10 or 11, and they've known each other for at least seven or eight years. In fact, TJ, in an interview, said they really were more like brother and sister for the longest time, and he kind of had, he didn't know how to feel that he had another funny feeling about her. Red flag! Oh, my God. Anyway. And it sucks, too, because, like, those years, like... You're never going to get those back. She'll never be 10, 11, 12. If she's mad yeah. at you for this long, like it, eventually I'm sure the, they can make it work. But like you'll never get those teen years back. You'll never get those times where she's pissed or whatever at you. And yeah. I, I feel like my dad would have said to her, You're going through the change, Amy. Don't make any big changes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great quote. I'd be like, Dad, we don't say the change anymore. We say perimenopause or menopause, whatever. Oh, God. Don't yeah. do anything till you get your hormones looked at. Right. <laughs> feel like that's what happened with this vintage scandal in the making. Remind me of that all the time. And 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 also, you know, there is an orgasmic haze. Absolutely. It's real. And they knew knew, knew each other well. Yeah. Like there's familiarity there, yeah. But boy, now five weeks. Remember when they were talking to during the podcast how they said, well, most people when they leave work on a Friday are all happy because they get to go oh, home. Yeah. But we were sad because we didn't get to see each other. But then when Monday would come along, we were just ecstatic because work would start up. And when everybody was mad that Monday started, we were happy because we were uh, yeah, together. Yeah, I don't know who, oh. what minivan majority, <laughs> if any, they're trying to appeal to these two. Minivan majority. You know? Yeah. It's interesting. It I'll is. say that. I don't think it deserves its own podcast. It, well, it's going to work. That's why they're they're gonna have to pivot and like take up crocheting and turn it into something else. Something get get something niche, commit, be done. All right, listen, we'll be right back. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That's a little Selena Gomez. Did anyone watch Only Murders in the Building? Recorded it. I recorded it too on ABC. Though. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm really excited. I've, I've, now, I've been it. wanting to watch it forever, so I'm yeah, excited to finally same. get a chance. Same. Well, Taylor Swift is uh, expected to attend the Golden Globes yeah. on Sunday night, you guys, which makes me think she knows she's won already. Yes, mm. yeah. But Travis Kelsey will not be, be there. there. Nope. Yeah. He's got to travel with the team. He's got to travel yeah. with the team. So I don't know. To me, if she shows up, I mean, she box office king. That's what she's up for. Cinematic. The era's tour. Box office king. What's also in there? Well, this is a new thing. Yeah. Barbie, Oppenheimer. Okay. It's a tough crowd. Come on. It's Barbie. It's Barbie. It's Barbie. It's Barbie. It's Barbie. I love it. So unless she's just going because she's just excited, then I get it. But, I mean, if that wins, I'm calling the the Golden Globes rigged because, I, without a doubt, they made up this category. Yeah. yeah. Barbie is the box office king, queen, and... Jester. Jester, thank you. <laughs> I rewatch. I, I definitely say go ahead and go rewatch Barbie. It's pretty fun to rewatch on, because now it's on Max. Yes. A.E.K. HBO. And it's such a clever movie, the way yeah. it's done, the way it's written. I, 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 My mom had never seen it, and so I got to watch it with her and have her watch it for the first time, and it was pretty Did fun. she love it? She loved it. Yeah. It was, you know, it was one of those things where, like, my stepdad was kind of doing drive-bys, mm-hmm. you know, very stepdad mode, where he'll, like, stand and go. And then while he's going, he's like, I don't really get this. And we're like, it's fine. Yeah. You don't. It's go fine. away. Go get a snack. Go, yeah, go get a snack. You don't need to. It's okay. I'm not going to explain it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I always want to be like, Barbie doesn't hate men. The movie doesn't hate men. Right. No. No. And, it, and you know. Maybe Taylor's just genuinely excited about a Golden Globe. She's watched them on TV when right. she was a girl and the Beverly Hilton. And she knows the other nominees are Barbie Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer and Mission Impossible. It's a brand new category. Totally. And Penske Media owns the Golden Globes now. Penske Media owns Dick Clark Productions, mm-hmm. Variety, The Hollywood Reporter, so uh, some of the Hollywood foreign press make up that, but that organization was dissolved. So there's uh, like 200 people and no one is, I'm not sure if we know who the 200 people are that vote on this, but in the past they've had a Cecil B. DeMille award mm-hmm. and, um, and where- a Carol Burnett visionary award in television. We don't know. The only presenters we know, you guys, mm-hmm. the only presenters we know, and listen, it is having a moment, and we've heard it's going to have a sequel, uh, Suit Stars, Patrick Adams and Gabriel um, Mack ah. are going to present. But well, that's people, the only presenters we know. That is the wildest know. 
fa- a fact to just yeah. take away from that? Yeah. Wait, okay, but where can we watch it? Where, where oh, is it this will be on CBS, I think. Okay. It will be. Yeah, it's on CBS because it's actually airing. They were talking about how the it football used to game be for that years for, on, it is on CBS. So yes. Travis Kelsey's game against uh, LA is on CBS right before it. It so should it's have excellent it. ratings at least for the first hour. Yeah, yeah. But um, I love. I'm 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 excited to get into award season. Yeah. So I hope she shows up just because I think she might be excited, and she has been assured it'll be the last award of the night. I'm not going to walk the red carpet. Maybe she'll walk the red carpet, but her boyfriend does have a game. I mean, It'd be hard to get around unless she had a helicopter. I mean, I think I, she could. I, if she could, mm-hmm. I am excited to see what she wears because uh, yeah. I have a feeling that she's going to drop reputation in February. So I yeah. think we're going to see something reputation-esque. Mm-hmm. Um, she's that. been nominated four times for a, a Golden Globe. Oh, she is? So yes. we've seen her at the Golden Globe. So Globes she was before. at the last time she attended the Golden Globe oh, was back well, in then. 2020 when she was nominated for her song Beautiful Ghosts from uh, Cats. Mm. But she's also most recently been nominated for... Song of the Year last year for Carolina from the movie where the crawdads okay. sing. Yeah. Okay. But she's never won. So she was nominated four times, never Did won. Did she show up on the red carpet? She was on the red carpet in 2020, but Joe Allen was not on the red yeah. carpet. They paired up and were reunited inside the ceremony. Yeah. All right. so, so she has been one other time. this thing. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see who else they get to present. Totally. <laughs> and it'll also be interesting to see, um, you know, who shows up that's been nominated. Because there's like been all kinds of drama about, you know, different things. Mm-hmm. And then also, will people that win or accept or show up for their awards, will people get political yeah. in what they say? Yeah. You know? I'm, excited. Oh, I, I'm excited to watch it. I I love a good award ceremony. Yeah. And, and I, we have like two weeks in a row because I think it's like. Maybe three. I think it's the Globes, the Emmys, and the Critics' Choice. Oh, that's a good trio. Plus, like, we need to give a, I hate to say this, but like a, a little bit of time and energy needs to be put into L.A. after that actor strike. There's so many businesses yeah. that are suffering. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's kind of cool to know that, like, there's a li- there's some stuff going on there's there. There's a lot of stuff going on. And um, this is at the Beverly Hilton Hotel. And always. it's going to be. Uh, on CBS at 7 p.m. our time. Yeah. So okay, if you, cool. you want to catch it, Channel 4, our time, 7 p.m. on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, oh, wow. And you can get it later on Paramount+. Plus. Mm-hmm. If you didn't get a chance, you don't even have to DVR it. You can go to Paramount+. Plus. I I'll love be watching that. it with phone in hand, taking <laughs> pictures. and. Yep. Oh, I that's one of my favorite things is randomly if it's something to do with me, I'll get a message from Lori, and I love that. I'm oh, always yeah. like, yep. Yep, I'm watching. Yeah, you watching? Well, I sent Lori a message over Christmas break. It was some photos that were leaked of Travis Kelsey with his shirt off. Do you oh, remember? my gosh. You remember that little yes, text? I, I was oh. just like, well, look at this hairy little bear of a he Christmas lo- I'm having. I knew having. you would love that. Oh. I knew you would love that. So 70s. He you was. Know? He was. Yeah. I. Uh, you could have sent that my way. Granted, it's sorry, fine. Brittany, 2024. Sorry. Let's do better. Let's do better. I, I thought you had the TNT <laughs> Travis and I'm Taylor. Sure. I did. Google I just wanted alerts. to. You know, it's rare. I could try to make Grant feel guilty. Yeah, that's, well, that's true. Good. I'm glad you did. <laughs> <laughs> Love you guys. All right. See you guys and gals and everybody else. Good luck bowling. Thank you. Yeah. You get tomorrow. your bowl on. <laughs> Job done. Off you go.